0: The Fourteenth Day of the Month Like a city breached without walls is one who lacks self-control. Proverbs 25, verse 28 Athletes exercise self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable one. 1 Corinthians 9, verse 25 Today we consider self-control as a fruit of the Spirit. Self-discipline is not a favorite pursuit for most of us. Self-indulgence is the more popular pursuit, for that is much less work and certainly more fun in the short term. In the verse above from 1 Corinthians, Paul seeks to motivate us by comparing the short and the long view of things. The wreaths of wilting laurel leaves placed upon the heads of winning athletes in ancient times is not to be compared to what James 112 calls the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. As a part of your offering to God today, honestly answer these questions In what part of my life do I have sufficient self-control? In what areas do I need to improve? Am I determined to bring about improvement with the help of God? Opening Prayer. God, you call me to ever greater devotion and service. Help me to have under self-control every impulse that distracts me from loving you, every impediment that disrupts my work for you. As a trainer prepares an athlete for the contest, so discipline me that I may grow in strength and endurance and may receive the crown of life from your hand. Shine forth with such beauty that I may willingly accept even your necessary correction of me, that I may value above all your eternal realm and its righteousness. Through Jesus Christ, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. Amen. Psalm 119 verses 101 through 108. I watch my step, avoiding the ditches and ruts of evil, so I can spend all my time keeping your word. I never make detours from the route you laid out. You gave me such good directions. Your words are so choice, so tasty. I prefer them to the best home cooking. With your instruction, I understand life. That's why I hate false propaganda. By your words, I can see where I'm going. They throw a beam of light on my dark path. I've committed myself and never turned back from living by your righteous order. Everything's falling apart on me, God. Put me together again with your word. Adorn me with your finest sayings, God. Teach me your holy rules. From the Prophet Hosea, Chapter 10 Israel is a luxuriant vine, he produces fruit for himself. The more his fruit, the more altars he made. The richer his land, the better he made the sacred pillars. Their heart is faithless. Now they must bear their guilt. The Lord will break down their altars and destroy their sacred pillars. Surely now they will say, We have no king, for we do not revere the Lord. As for the king, what can he do for us? They speak mere words. With worthless oaths they make covenants, and judgment sprouts like poisonous weeds in the furrows of the field." The inhabitants of Samaria will fear for the calf of beth aven Indeed, its people will mourn for it, and its idolatrous priest will cry out over it, over its glory, since it has departed from it. The thing itself will be carried to Assyria as tribute to King Gerab. Ephraim will be seized with shame, and Israel will be ashamed of its own counsel. Samaria will be cut off with her king, like a stick on the surface of the water. Also, the high places of Avin, the sin of Israel, will be destroyed. Thorn and thistle will grow on their altars. Then they will say to the mountains, Cover us, and to the hills, fall on us. From the days of Gibeah you have sinned, O Israel. There they stand. Will not the battle against the sons of Iniquity overtake them in Gibeah? When it is my desire, I will chastise them, and the people will be gathered against them when they are bound for their double guilt. Ephraim is a trained heifer that loves the thresh, but I will come over her fair neck with a yoke. I will harness Ephraim. Judah will plow, Jacob will harrow for himself, so with a view to righteousness, reap in accordance with kindness, break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord, until he crams to reign and righteousness on you. You have plowed wickedness, you have reaped injustice, you have eaten the fruit of lies, because you have trusted in your ways, in your numerous warriors. Therefore a tumult will arise among your people, and all your fortresses will be destroyed." As Shaman destroyed Beth Arbel on the day of battle, when mothers were dashed in pieces with their children, thus it will be done to you at Bethel, because of your great wickedness. At dawn the king of Israel will be completely cut off. From the book of Acts, chapter 25, verses 13-27. through 27. Now in several days it elapsed. King Agrippa and Bernice arrived at Caesarea and paid their respects to Festus. While they were spending many days there, Festus laid Paul's case before the king, saying, There is a man left as a prisoner by Felix, and when I was at Jerusalem, the chief priests and the elders of the Jews brought charges against him, asking for a sentence of condemnation against him. I answer that it is not the custom of the Romans to hand over any man before the accused meets his accusers face to face." and has an opportunity to make his defense against the charges. So after they had assembled here, I did not delay, but on the next day took my seat on the tribunal and ordered the man to be brought before me. When the accusers stood up, they began bringing charges against him, not of such crimes as I was expecting, but they simply had some points of disagreement with him about their own religion and about a dead man, Jesus, whom Paul had asserted to be alive. Being at a loss, how to investigate such matters, I asked whether he was willing to go to Jerusalem and there stand trial on these matters. But when Paul appealed to be held in custody, the emperor's decision, I ordered him to be kept in custody until I sent him to Caesar. Then Agrippa said to Festus, I also would like to hear the man himself. Tomorrow, he said, you shall hear him. So on the next day, when Agrippa came together with Bernice amid great pomp and entered the auditorium, "'accompanied by the commanders "'and the prominent men of the city, "'at the command of Festus, Paul was brought in. "'Festus said, King Agrippa, "'and all you gentlemen have present with us. "'You see this man about whom all the people, "'the Jews, appealed to me, both at Jerusalem and here, "'loudly declaring that he ought not to live any longer. "'But I found that he had committed nothing worthy of death, "'and since he himself appealed to the emperor, "'I decided to send him, "'yet I have nothing definite about him "'to write to my lord.' Therefore, I have brought him before you all, and especially before you, King Agrippa, so that after the investigation has taken place, I may have something to write. For it seems absurd to me in sending a prisoner not to indicate also the charges against him. From the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 8, verses 16 through 25. Now no one, after lighting a lamp, covers it over with a container or puts it under a bed, but he puts it on a lampstand, so that those who come in may see the light. For nothing is hidden that will not become evident, nor anything secret that will not be known and come to light. So take care how you listen, for whoever has, to him more shall be given. And whoever does not have, even what he thinks he shall be taken away from him. And his mother and brothers came to him. and They were unable to get him because of the crowd, and it was reported to him. "'Your mother and your brothers are standing outside "'waiting to see you.' "'But he answered and said to them, "'My mother and my brothers are those "'who hear the word of God and do it.' "'Now on one of those days, "'Jesus and his disciples got into a boat "'and he said to them, "'Let us go over to the other side of the lake.' "'So they launched out, "'but as they were sailing along, he fell asleep, "'and a fierce gale of wind descended on the lake, "'and they began to be swamped and to be in danger.' They came to Jesus and woke him, saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. And he got up and rebuked the wind and the surging waves, and they stopped, and it became calm. And he said to them, Where is your faith? They were fearful and amazed, saying to one another, Who then is this, that he commands even the winds of the water, and they obey him? These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Prayer for Saturday. Prepare our hearts, O Lord, to join together with your whole congregation, to praise and serve you. Reveal your presence to all who will gather in adoration and self-offering. To those who cannot for good reason go gladly into your house, give your strength and consolation that they may know of the concern of their communities of faith. Make us receptive to your word for us and enable us to know and do your will. Bind your people together in a shared faith, a common witness, and compassionate service to the world. Through Jesus, our Savior. Amen. Prayer for Saturday Prepare our hearts, O Lord, to join together with your whole congregation, to praise and serve you. Reveal your presence to all who will gather in adoration and self-offering. To those who cannot for good reason go gladly into your house, Give your strength and consolation that they may know of the concern of their communities of faith. Make us receptive to your word for us and enable us to know and do your will. Bind your people together in a shared faith, a common witness, and compassionate service to the world. Through Jesus our Savior. Amen. A prayer by Jeanette Strukin from her book Prayers to Pray Without Trying. I don't always have a map, Lord. Yet consciously, I know we are on the Jericho Road. We ignore the scream for help. We push away tentacles of involvement. We slip the shackles of responsibility. We desert the masses for personal freedom. We apply band-aids to heal deep wounds. We offer advice instead of compassion. We pick the world's sores and keep them infected. We stare at our brother from the other side of the road. Isn't there a Jericho bypass? Amen. The Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit,